boys. Hello. Hi. Wait, now? No, no, we're not doing that right now. We're not. We did that last time. Hey, Mr. Monty, you're, Yo. we're losing almost your whole head now. That's all right. Your eyebrows are at the line. Listen, bro, you're costing me a fortune right now, as it is, so I, I don't want to hear your complaints, sir. Not at all. All right. These, these, these movie posters, man. I told you to look at inserts. I'm and looking stop at both. Looking I can posters. do both. I can do both. But my God, I'm looking for, for the folks at home. We were talking about movie posters before the show started on the Heritage Auctions. And I'm a, God damn, just this original movie. Po I'm a sucker for a movie poster. So between this and inserts, um, I want. I want, I need some stuff for my wall. So there you go. Well, what we, sh we should explain what an insert is. So sure. an insert is, um, it's a type of movie poster. They were sometimes used in slimmer, uh, lobby cases if you can imagine a movie poster like a standard movie poster if you tore it almost directly in half vertically mm -hmm. right that would be an in what they refer to as an insert um and uh or if if you really know your your kind of old movie stuff if you took maybe four lobby cards and stack them vertically. There you go. It would be kind of the same size as an insert. Would you I maintain mm -hmm. inserts are easier to collect. They're easier to display because they don't take up as much space. They're easier to collect because generally they're cheaper. They're not cheap. And some of them are several thousand dollars. It just depends on the film. Like the same with movie posters. It really depends on the film and the rarity and the age and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I was, as, and as I mentioned before the show to, to Big Kev, uh, I've seen some beautiful Indiana Jones ones in the past, and they were just uh, uh, stunning. So, yeah. Boys, how's it going? Welcome to uh, episode, uh, what, are we, what are we calling this? 598. 598. The one that currently weeks, has no name. Two weeks to go until 600. I am not suggesting that as the title. That's I'm okay. just reminding everybody, episode 600 is in two weeks. Uh, we're going to have some special guests. We're going to be rolling out a lot of new things, including the brand new website. Mm -hmm. I have Ooh. now gotten um, three different versions of our new logo Ooh. Uh, that are ready to go, which is really exciting. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff happening. In the next two weeks, some good good so, stuff yeah. happened. I'm for sure. So very exciting stuff. Um, oh yeah. What have, what have you boys been up to besides uh, TNG homework and everything like that? Anything else going on? I've I've been I, I've watched. Uh, let's see. I watched. I think like I purged like five seasons of The Office to just kind of naturally happen because I figured like I should watch it one more time before it goes to Peacock. Uh, and I finished up. Uh, pro was a prop culture on Disney Plus. Uh huh. Amazing. I told you. Absolutely amazing. Uh, my favorite one uh, was probably Roger Rabbit, just because that's one of my favorite movies, which I feel like is an underrated movie, to be honest with you. Um, uh, but absolutely amazing show that everyone, I don't care what your age is, uh, I mean, you'll enjoy it more if you watch the original movie first. Um, but I just, I just love hearing how stuff was created behind the scenes and people's take on how, how shows or, or movies, rather, were created. So... Uh, definitely worth checking out Prop Culture on the Disney. I've Plus. been watching the. Uh, I've been almost finishing the gallery 
Mandalorian series on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Kev was hyping it up for several weeks. I will also hype it up. It's a fantastic <laughs> show. And Kev said it, and I'm going to once again back him up. It really shows how you can do a fantastic show on a budget where, you know, it's not like they didn't have like a low budget, but they managed to just make it look so beautifully on a budget that's just mm-hmm. like, wow, that's kind of incredible that they that's can do it exactly so well. Exactly. Excellent sandwich. That's an excellent, excellent point. And I, I think exactly what I said was that it looks like a, a multi million dollar bo- movie budget. Yeah. But it isn't. I'm not saying it isn't. I mean, that they're not spending millions. They are. But it's not like a Star Wars feature budget. Yeah. But I defy anyone to tell me why this doesn't look exactly like a feature. You know, like, like, I mean, the effects and everything and all the things they've created and sort of combined and brought together. I mean, I mean, Sandwich, were you flipping out on that episode where they talked about the wall? Yeah, no, that was fucking crazy. I, it blew my mind. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. No. Yeah, no, it's fucking the technology now is so fucking incredible. The fact the way that they can just. I don't want to spoil anything. It's not like it's a spoiler, but you know what I mean? Like I want, I want people to watch the show and experience yeah. it, but like it's fucking incredible the technology that we have on our hands right now, you know, oh, yeah. and that they have access to in film where, you know, I can only imagine what films are going to be at in the next, or just TV. If TV can look like this, movies and film are going to be fucking bananas in the <laughs> next couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I got your back a hundred percent. I, uh, to catch me up, I decided I can no longer look like Nick. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, wow. holy shit. I didn't oh, see my God. Oh, wow. I got, I got pool hair today, though, so it's all just slicked back under my hat. Oh, it looks like, you just, got, it looks like you just shaved yeah, all, shave. all together. I thought you a, shaved your head. I didn't want to look like the two of you. So, uh, yeah, I'm back to being clean cut, sort of. COVID. <laughs> Day since COVID beard. Day one. <laughs> and and I had a, I had a compliment today, um, uh-huh. um, uh, a person who I haven't seen in in a while, several months. Okay, who I saw today, she uh, was very. Um, what's the right word? She was being delicate with her. How have you been? Mm-hmm. Kind of things, and um, I said, I'm you know I'm I'm fine. Why? And she goes, well. I just wanted to know maybe if you were sick or if like something was wrong. And I was like, why? And she said, well, because you look really like, like you've lost like a lot of weight. And I was like, well, yeah, but I did it the right way. I didn't go get cancer to do it. So, you know, it was a nice, it was a nice compliment. And I guess the hair and the beard have something to do. Well, whenever, something whenever you, to do you with go through uh, like a big bushy beard and you shave it, like it always makes it look like you look thinner after the fact. Well, uh, and the fact that you know, like since Japan, I've lost like I think I think it's close to fifty. I think nice. I mean, you. not to get into my weight loss uh, journey. A journey. Thank you for lack of a better word <laughs> or any other word. Um, Better than yeah, <laughs> so apparently, so that was a nice. I found I took that as a nice compliment. Uh, you today, should, sir. So. You you should. I was just doing construction on the house, but your your story's a lot better. So that's uh, 
That's good. My, my, I also uh, I'm taking another run at Downton Abbey. Okay. Okay. I think I love the show. I it's think on it's Netflix, great. right? I I take a lot. Uh, it's actually on Peacock. Is where I'm watching it. Okay. Um, I uh, I take a lot of flack for some of the shows that I like. Downton Abbey is one of them. Uh, Call the Midwife is another one. I think it's a great. They're both period pieces in England, and so I I find them both really really interesting so anyway so yeah i'm taking another run at downton abbey i'm i'm probably done before we do another episode so okay. uh yeah so there's that and uh i'm trying to think what else oh well i was a lot i was pretty busy this week with a number of things that are going on here okay and uh so um i i i'm not prepared uh for my book report uh this week i know i will get a whole letter grade lower uh <laughs> for my book report when i do it next week however uh in consultation with the sandwich uh i i have taken on the notion that we will be reviewing two of the fantastic tko now i'm three quarters through one but i don't feel it's appropriate to do it without finishing it so i will do not one uh review we will discuss not one book next week but two two tko uh, graphic novels next week and uh yeah and it's it's totally my fault a lot going on here and and so on so um, we mr so big cat geek stuff i just want you to know that a letter will be sent home with you uh <laughs> after the program is over and uh we expect it, that I, with the signature returned uh i've earned I, the, for the, next the, class my parent need to sign that to yes I, a, parent, a parent signature <laughs> All right, guys. Let's uh, let's move on before Kev gets in any yep. more trouble with this episode five ninety eight. Parent signature required. Uh, let's hit on Patreon. Patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG uh, to help us with a lot of the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff that happens with the show. For as little as a buck, you can get in uh, into our uh, Discord service, a little text voice service, to talk to people of the show like me and other fans of the show. For $3 a month, you get the show a day and a half early, which is usually Tuesday night, uh, and a sneak peek at the prep sheet. For 5 bucks a month, you get the weekend bonus show of The Sandwich Shop, as well as a vintage episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. For $10 a month, you get, a, you get to check out the live Instagram, which is really where all the the clusterfucks the and, the, and the, the, the shit that we don't say on, on microphone like hot uh, during the show. So I... I, I that's where the real laughs come in, folks. That's that's, that's where the magic's really at. Uh, and if oh you, yeah! And if you want to, you can also uh, be part of a voicemail for the show by calling the GVM hotline two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and you can hear yourself in a future episode of Big Kev's. No, you will not. At Geek Stuff uh, TNG. Okay. Oh, uh, that's been a while. Uh. Because you know, wow. I just I, I just said the vintage episode. That that's right. what that's what. So, someone doing. someone uh take all the days off the counter since last geek stuff slip up or back at zero. <laughs> back to zero is like you workplace know, accidents. You know, it's been brought to my attention mm -hmm. that uh, there is just some sort of female voice that says that we're not available and you should leave a message. I I want everyone to know that the line, as far as I know, the line is still working. Yeah, it is. Um, and. Uh, and but we're going to correct that outgoing message uh, situation 
hopefully for episode 600 so i even know there was an issue everything was working fine did you actually did you get a message from me that said this is my test message or something like that uh i did actually oh okay so yeah it's working uh don't be thrown off by the fact that it says it's a google this and that they're not available leave a message you go right ahead and leave your message after the beep we'll take care of that outgoing message uh, as part of the rollout for 600. There you go. 600. There you go. Um, all right. That's enough uh, jibber-jabber. Let's go into uh, the news. Um, there's a lot of stuff. Jibber-jabber. Uh, Wait, that... hold on. We have to stop the show. Why? Will. Will's Trash has joined us. Oh, boy. Uh, so Stop in the name of love before you break my heart. Okay. There he is. There. He's acknowledged now. So okay. there he is. Hello, <laughs> Will. I hope you're well. So there's a lot of digital conventions going on right now, but I think we should save Man. that to the end of the to after the commercial break. Because oh, you want to talk about all that stuff? I, th- I think it's all product kind of stuff. Can I tell you? Can I really quick? Can I just tell you one? This, this is it's kind of it's aggravating and exciting at the same time, mm-hmm. sorta. So you guys know Mondo, yeah. right? Yeah. So Mondo. Oh, speaking of which, don't we have a product from them that we haven't done yet, Mr. Sandwich? Uh, it might be in the unit at this point, in the archives. I can was talk it, to my guys about retrieving it from the archive. What wasn't it in your in, in your new truck? Uh, whatever her name is, Idaho, uh, <laughs> to uh, to be brought into the uh, for the show. Uh, I don't know exactly which Mondo- product. It was the Mondo Catwoman. Catwoman? That might still be in in uh, Idaho now. Uh, we should uh, we should schedule that for next week because we should have talked about that already. Okay. So what was the, I'm just what saying. was the point you were going to so, make? So anyway, Mondo. You know, we talk about Mondo is Mondo's a, a they're generally known as a poster and print company, right? Mm-hmm. They do really amazing posters, but really limited editions. Yes, and they sell out in seconds. And today is one. They have their virtual Comic-Con thing happening. And they had a Star Wars poster. It sold out in three minutes. Jesus. The, the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What I should say is the they have, they usually, this is what Mondo does. They have a regular version and then they have like an exclusive version or an alternate version. Mm-hmm. The alternate version sold out in three minutes. I okay. think the other one is still for sale. I'm not sure that's the case. Um, but yeah, that was my first experience with with something like it today. But I can tell you, well, you know what? Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it in the yeah, because just because there's half. so much product and everything. Yeah, and there is. Let's, a lot. let's just like hit the headlines real fast. It'll be a short first half of the show, hopefully, uh, and we'll go from okay. there. Okay. So the one uh, big rumor that is hitting the internet today, uh, there's rumor going around that uh, Donald Glover may be coming back for a Lando Disney Plus TV show. There's some rumors floating around right now. Nothing is confirmed with Disney Plus for an original series. Um, however, how fucking badass would it be if if that continues? I am actually would be a fan of it, and I would like to live to see what they'd be able to do. Now, I don't know if that means that they would absolutely uh, uh, axe a follow-up to the solo film, you know, to make it 100% axe, I should say. Uh, but I, I mean, I wouldn't mind trying to see what kind of comes out of it. Cause I, I liked that film. I liked everybody that was involved in it. Obviously I'm not as big of a fan as you guys are. Um, 
but I would like to kind of see more of that time era, and I think it would be kind of badass. That was a great film. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just jump in here. That was a great film. And again, I'll say it before and I'll say it again. That film suffered from uh, Last Jedi Syndrome, uh, which is Last Jedi was so bad and it was released so close to Solo that the bad will spilled over onto Solo and everyone just had a bad taste in their mouth when they walked in the door to see Solo, which is a shame because Solo was an excellent movie, a much better Star Wars movie than any of the Disney uh, kind of the main storyline movies, uh, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, or um, uh, the last one. Uh, Solo was a better Star Wars movie than any of them. And, and I'll fight anyone who'd like to uh, argue with me that that's not the case. That's number one. Number two, they've also been talking to Aiden Eidenreich or whatever his name is, the guy that played Solo. And he also has been hearing things. Yeah, he has. So, you know, are we going to get just a Lando series? Which I think would be great because I'd watch watch Glover play that part all day long. Mm -hmm. Because I thought he was amazing in the movie. Absolutely amazing. And he was recording his little, the Lando Chronicles or the Calrissian Chronicles or whatever it was. So it's absolutely rife to be a series. That's that's also a fact. However, and I've mentioned this before, rather than doing another solo feature film, a solo TV series where you bring back uh, Aaron Einreich, whatever his name is, the guy who played Solo, who hasn't really done much of anything since Solo, Glover, who is a TV actor, who also has been, I think, just doing his TV stuff. Uh, uh, what's her name? Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Amelia Clark. Uh, Amelia Clark, thank you. Amelia Clark, TV actress, has done, I think, one major movie. It was a Christmas movie, and it was a bomb uh, uh, since Game of Thrones ended. All of these people are available. You know, and again, I think I said this really recently too. Guy who played Chewbacca, not really doing that much. All of these people are available. Why on earth wouldn't they bring them back to do a series? There's clearly a demand for it. The solo make solo to happen hashtag has gotten millions of 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 bounces. So there's no reason I feel like they shouldn't do this. Well, I think they should be doing this. One thing so. I just want to say before Sandwich gives his uh, uh, opinion on it. Um, in a way to me, this almost feels like the way I was excited for like a young Indiana Jones. Like I wanted to know kind of like more of that backstory. Well, no, hold on. I'm not, comparing, I'm not comparing the content of the show. I'm just comparing the excitement of wanting yeah. to know what was happening when the, the main character was younger. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, and I kind of have that feeling here where I want to know more. I, I'm hungry for more uh, uh, entertainment on the backstory of, the, of these characters and how things might have played out. So right. uh, that's where I'm at. And that's where I kind of want to want to see it go. What do you think, Sandwich? So the great thing about Star Wars, in my opinion, is that there's so many characters. And even though there's a lot of content Star Wars related, you know, comics, movies, TV, TV shows and all the like. There's still so much we don't know. It's so much we haven't experienced. So having, you know, a Lando show, 
And yeah, Lando's probably the focus. Obviously, it's a fucking Lando show. But we can explore so many other things, i.e. the Mandalorian, where, yes, we're exploring Mandalorians. We're also exploring, like, the Yoda species. Like, we can use the Lando show as an avenue to explore so many other things in this rich, fucking huge universe that we have right at our hands. Mm -hmm. So I am absolutely excited for this. I think Donald Glover, I think he's actually a great actor. You know, he does pretty well. I, I know none of you listen to his uh, music, but he's a pretty good musician. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, so he is an excellent. He did great as Lando in the movie. I also support support uh, Solo 2. So if this is their avenue, maybe they want to go for Solo 2, maybe where they don't want to do the movie. They want to do the TV show mm-hmm. all for it. Uh, Disney hasn't messed up the TV shows yet. So yeah, just one. So, well, I guess they they have more in the works, obviously, but. Yeah. Uh, so far, so well, good. There's, so. there's at least two other Star Wars ones that yeah. are going to premiere, supposedly in 2021. Yeah. Although I haven't heard that they've they've done any work or shooting yet, but I imagine that's coming. Yeah. And then there's all the Marvel shows as well. So um, let's move on. Uh, a story that's going to anger Kev, because I like doing that. Jordan, it's like you find the stuff. No, I do. It's I like, do. Oh, that'll. Yeah. I, That'll tick them off. I actually like, we, have, like, we have a side conversation where me yeah. and Monty send articles back and forth to each other mm-hmm. and gauge how much will piss you off. I yeah, highlighted to make sure. Uh, Joe Casada, not involved in this story. I'm just fucking with you, Kev. Uh, Cobra oh. Kai, the, the, <laughs> the first two seasons. Already, <laughs> you put my blood pressure up like four points. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go down eight. Don't worry. Cobra you got Kai. Like Joe, you got like Joe Cut out, and I was like, oh. if it's Kubert, I'm fine. If it's Casada, <laughs> I'm going through the roof. The first two seasons of Cobra Kai are coming to Netflix. You're going to. Why would that make me angry? Because uh, I wanted to. That, I wanted to annoy you. Oh, you're thousands it, it of miles. Makes me happy. I know it does. That's why I gotta raise the blood pressure when, and then. When damn you? Well, if you stop talking to me, I can tell you that it's happening on August 28th. So you'll be able to catch up on the full series before you uh, before we all get to watch season three because I didn't get a chance nice. to watch the first two and I didn't hear anybody complain about it other than the fact it was on fucking YouTube TV which no yeah. one was paying for which the service just went up like a, a ridiculous amount of money so obviously no one's definitely not going to get it now. Um, yeah, they're they're trying to cancel it by by overcharging yeah. for it. That's what they're yeah, trying they're trying to, to get whatever little money they can out of it. Uh, so just I just wanted to flag that because. You know, that's that's just fucking awesome. Um, it's a shame that show started out on YouTube because I feel like if it started out on one of those like name brand services, mm-hmm. it would have such a huge, like, a, such a much bigger following than it has now. Not that it has like a poor following, but but like, it, it could I, be. But, but Dom, so I, many people do not get a you. chance to see it though. I think so many more people are going to watch this for the first time. And besides the fact that they have the nostalgia for the the property, they're going to just eat it up just like other people did whatever came out three years ago, four years ago, whenever it happened. So I'm not even worried about that. I think this is actually going to, it's going to be so big over the next six months or so. I think it's great because, you know, like sandwich said, it would have been, it may have had a much bigger audience. It probably would have had a bigger audience if it had gone on one of the other services, but now it's going to get that audience. It's going to get that audience for old episodes, right? Like I haven't seen season two. Cause I just, I didn't have yeah. access to it for season two. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen season two. Um, 
and I'm only gonna uh, uh, be able to watch. Uh, I'm 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 finally rather gonna be able to watch season two as we go into season three. So you know, so people who haven't had it, they're gonna have a lot of content right out of the gate because I think season three is probably right in September, isn't it? If I remember correctly, I believe so. And let's not forget, uh, there's still a pandemic going on, so people are gonna be. Uh, uh, yeah. are going to love to be able to watch some new shows or, or movies or whatever the case may be. So it uh, works out great. Um, speaking of which, just one thing I want to hit on uh, in Disney Plus, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, which was supposed to kick off like the Marvel Studios Disney Plus uh, series in August, is being delayed now because of the coronavirus. Um, they said the delay comes after the show was forced to pause production back in May. Um, but, but, but no exact word on when it's going to be coming out. Probably not until 21 is what I'm thinking. Probably, you know, take your time, do it right at this point. You know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, there's, you know, again, global pandemic. So I understand. Um, speaking of, uh, yes. speaking of Falcon, mm-hmm. uh, the millennium Falcon, Okay, going back to star Wars for a second. So several years ago, um, Hasbro released a Millennium Falcon toy, which is commonly referred to as the uh, the BFG. Yep. Uh, which is really a humongous Falcon. I mean, it's obviously not to scale, but it's a lot closer to scale than any Falcon, any Millennium Falcon that had come out before. In fact, you know, most of the Millennium Falcons before the one, the BFG that we're talking about, mm-hmm. um, uh, most of them were the same molds from 1980, which is when they released the original Falcon um, and just reworked and so on and so forth. Well, this one that came out, obviously, big deal, big price tag as well. I remember it was, it might have been $300, maybe, I don't remember. Um, but the point is, is that it was beautiful. It had all this playability and all these different things, and it was great, right? Well, and of course, now in the secondary market that's a six or seven hundred dollar on the bfg um well in their wisdom uh disney and hasbro or hasbro has disney has had hasbro re-release that ship as the smuggler's bounty version of of the millennium falcon so the smuggler's bounty uh is the way that you see the ship in disney world and disneyland hmm. So it's got the new dish on top, and it comes with Chewbacca, a bunch of porgs, like, I don't even know, <laughs> six or seven porgs, and and um, what's his name? Dom can help me. Um, the uh, the smuggler. Um, uh, Hono. Hono. Yes. Oh, fuck. Is that what? No. I can't remember his name now. It's blanking on I it. I know who the fuck you're talking about, yeah. but I, I I can't say his name. Yeah, it comes with And him. I'm useless. <laughs> oh, oh, Hona Okana, something like that. Uh, the guy sure. who's the he was in Clone Wars. He was in Rebels. This is, and now he's like, you know, sort of like the main character at, at, the, at the smuggler's area. Um in, in Disneyland, Disney World. So the, it comes with those figures now instead of other figures. Um, the price is now $400. And they they put them online for pre-sale. They sold out in 10 minutes. Hmm. And supposedly, they're also going to be available in the park. I don't know if that's true or not. If that's true, West Coast Scott, um, 
we may have to have a conversation. I'm just saying. There you go. Uh, a few more stories I want to hit on just really quickly. West Coast Scott is going to kill me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One day. One, One day. day I will die at the hands of West Coast Scott. I'm just putting that out. Until then, Big Kev, there's a few things I want to put, or medium Kev, I guess, uh, I want to put on your radar no, right now. Okay. Still, still big. Uh, a few more things I just want to put out there so people are aware of. Uh, covers from Alex Ross. Um, there's going to be a line of Marvel books. It's supposed to be happening uh, in September going into October. And listen, it's Alex Ross alternate covers for the 20 books, 23, 28. I'm a liar. Uh, and again, I'm a big Spider-Man. I'm a big Daredevil fan. So I'm going to be picking up those alternates for uh, sure. Not all of them are out, um, but if there's like a good Captain America one, Iron Man, uh, and it's, that, it's got that classic Marvel look to it. Uh, so I think it's a lot of things that people will want to see. Uh, and again, for the younger audience, if you're not aware, he's kind of a big deal. He's kind of a big deal artist that you, yeah. you're going to want to have in your collection. So um, great book. Yeah. Or you know what? Or just prints that you might want on your wall. To be honest with you, going back to posters, it's this is something that's worthy of having this hanging on your wall if you're interested because hard to go wrong if you're you're an Alex Ross fan. So there's that. So, well, I'm gonna get. I only read Cap and Daredevil from Marvel anymore. It's all I can stomach. Although mm -hmm. I do want to read um, the Magic School book. The Magic uh, School book. Yeah, what's it called? Something Strange. Strange Academy. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I do yeah, want yeah. to read Strange Academy because that looks really fun. I don't know, I don't remember who's doing the art, but I really like the way that it looked. And 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 Brother Voodoo is in it, and as we all know, Brother Voodoo is awesome. Any book featuring Brother Voodoo, uh, I'm going to read. Yeah. So um, about Alex Ross, many, 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 many years ago, uh, I used to collect everything Alex Ross. This is when he was first coming up, and. Um, uh, I went to two Sotheby's auctions and bought original art. I also bought an original piece of art directly from him, all three of which I sold relatively near after. I'd say probably all three of them were sold within three or four years of me purchasing them. Mm -hmm. I wish to God I had not sold those pieces then <laughs> because whatever I paid for them, and I, and I had... Now, you'll remember, um, Nick, you might remember. I don't know that Sandwich will remember. What's that? Remember he did the oversized books? Yep. Uh, one was like Batman, War on Crime, Superman, Peace on Earth. Mm -hmm. There was a Wonder Woman one. I had two pages from the Superman book, two pages from the Batman book. Oh, wow. Both of which I paid roughly, I don't know, somewhere less than two grand. Okay. Less than two grand. Those pages are now like eight, nine grand. Yeah. That's and the other piece I bought, which will be interesting to you as well, Monty. Do you remember Wizard Magazine? Oh, yeah. It was so huge back in the day. Yeah. So do you remember their April Fool's issue? They used to do April Fool's issue with uh, like all false things in it. I remember. I remember that's what they would do, but that's it. They did one one year when those books came out. Peace on Earth, uh, War on Crime. Mm -hmm. They did a fake one in Wizard Magazine saying that it was coming out about the Wonder Twins. <laughs> no right? Shit. 
they Alex Ross painted a, a fake cover for the book and also a piece of interior art for the book. I was the original owner of the interior artwork, fake artwork. Oh shit! Um, because yeah, because I bought it directly from his uh, from his agent. Because when I saw that in the book, I nearly peed myself because I thought it was hysterically funny. Understand? So I immediately got on the phone, made those arrangements, and purchased it. But yeah. And if you think, if you don't know who Alex Ross is, you should look up his work. If you do know, if you've never seen an original piece of his work, it, it, it just cannot be fully described how epic. it looks. It's epic printed. The originals are more epic. I don't get it. The man is a genius. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I mean, this is what the man does. He does comic books and things, and, and he's brilliant at it. Uh, the, the only other Alex Ross thing that I'll say is I do have an original Alex Ross sketch, uh, thanks to a mutual friend of Alex and mine, um, of Superman. He actually did a Superman in my sketchbook, which is the pride and joy of my collection, as you can probably imagine. One of them, certainly. Probably top three. Probably top one. But there are some really other spectacular pieces in there. And... What's funny about it is there's a little voice bubble, and in the voice bubble it says, normally I don't do sketches, comma, but you're just so damn pretty. (laughs) I forgot about that. Which I thought was a great joke because, yes, I have a beautiful Alex Ross sketch, but I have to explain that every time I show it to anybody, which is really funny. I just want everyone to know. Even I, the one who owns an op- not owns you, but I'm the I'm the head manager of the archive. I can't even go in the room where the the sketch is. <laughs> there is a there is an eye lock. There is a fingerprint lock. You need the doomsday keys. It is oh, yeah. it's a fucking experience to just even see the room where the sketch is. And yeah. I've been operating that place for a little while now, which makes I don't sense. even I don't even True. go down that hallway. It's true. Which makes sense. It's all true. One thing worth pointing out, uh, a year ago, CBS This Morning, they did a great like uh, tour and walk and talk with Ross at his home slash studio, um, which is worth checking out for sure. It's a, it's a great little piece and everything like that. If you just search Alex Ross tour on YouTube, it'll uh, pop up. And oh, he's, got, he's got some interesting collections himself. Oh, for sure. Uh, and just one thing as a side note, because we were talking about the Sentinels and, and Kevin and I couldn't think of the name of a, uh, a book about the Sentinels. Uh, which came out like uh, uh, 2005, we were guessing, uh, which was uh, a play on um, Iron Giant. Uh, Iron Giant was called The Sentinel from 2003 to 2004. Oh, there you go. Uh, Did which, they ever collect it? Uh, I don't. They had to have been a soft cover. It had to have been. Uh, it's on Comixology right now. I I saved it because like next time it goes on sale, I would like to actually because I sold these books a long time ago. I'd like to kind of just buy them for uh, when they go on sale. I, for I the actually. Dollar. I have a. I actually have an update on the Sentinel Haslab project. Really quickly, what's that? Um, I think they've passed eleven thousand uh, backers. I think, which is not um, surprising. They also no, it's not surprising. But they wrote a letter to fans or a post to fans or okay. something like that. To fa- I think it was an email. I think I'm not sure. They basically said because you know they said for every thousand backers over six that they got. They were going to have a new item to release with the Sentinel. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? They didn't think it was going to get over nine. <laughs> so their three tiers were done in the first three days. That's funny. 
And then it was like, well, the one rumor was is that they were working on possible other editions. The other rumor was that they weren't going to do any more editions. Um, but they wrote a letter thanking the fans for such a wonderful, successful HasLab launch, even though there's still a month left almost. Um, and they, they seem to indicate that there was not going to be any additional tier awards, which is a shame because I can think of a bunch that they could do. That aside, they did say they were going to include a second 18-inch tendril uh, with all of the orders. So now they will have two tendrils rather than just having the odd one. Okay. So there you go. So now if you if you get in now... At $350, you're getting the 23.6-inch Sentinel. You're getting two hand tendrils. You're getting Bastion, uh, who also comes with an alternate, uh, an alternative, just sort of generic um, small Sentinel head. Mm -hmm. You're getting... Um, and then the tiers. Those, everybody are getting those. And, the, and, then, and now these things as well. The Master Mold head. The damaged head and hand, because mm -hmm. that's two pieces. Mm -hmm. And then you're getting the female sort of small uh, sentinel, uh, like the female version of Bastion, who also has a generic head with her as well. So for 350 that's quite a deal. That is pretty, I think. Yeah, pretty good. Um, really, actually, Kev, before I continue here, yeah. um, yeah. I'll even pause yeah. the show if you want me to. You said you wanted one of the posters on Mondo, right? For Star Wars? No, I just said that it sold out. I wasn't. Oh, no. One of them myself. just, one of them just came online. If you're interested. What do you mean? It just came out. Like, like it's, I got, I'm able to add it to my card if I wanted to. Was, is it the, the ways the of the, for, the ways of the force timed edition. That's the one that's open. If you look, it's the uh, it's the alternative version of that one that's sold out in like okay. three minutes. Okay, throwing that out there. Yeah, uh, really, I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, really quickly, I just want to hit on some video game rumors uh, that are going on right now. Again, just to put on your calendar if it's even true. Uh, but there's a rumor going around that August 6th, Sony is going to have an event for the PS5 again. Uh, 1, 2, it'll be 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, to hit on various aspects of the console. Don't know. Did if it's we true. miss the Microsoft event? The Microsoft event uh, did. We? Or is it right around the same time? Uh, maybe around the same time, actually. So I don't know. I got to double check that one. I can't remember now off the top of my head. Um, but Microsoft has been killing it, actually, too. Their their Xbox. So it's it's going to be even more interesting, kind of, to see how how everything goes down over the next month for these consoles. That uh, one with PS4 or 5, rather, I think is going to be the price release. Oh, for sure. I think they're going to rehash everything that we already know, um, maybe with some live footage or some shit. And I think that's going to be the price release. Because I think if I remember correctly, that's going to be after the Microsoft. So they're going to be able to adjust uh, based on what Microsoft says, I think. Yeah. Uh, and really quickly, there is some box art that uh, was leaked for the G.I. Joe video game, uh, which is supposed to be coming out the fall of 2020, uh, G.I. Joe Operation Blackout. Uh, and, I mean, I think it looks phenomenal. It has that old 80s-style kind of 
look that, but it has like a fresh twist to it. Um, hopefully it is legit. It looks pretty damn good. I'm actually pretty happy with it. And uh, again, something just to kind of put on your radar if you're interested, because GI Joe's had a bit of a bit of a resurgence of interest lately. Um, we I, I, over at Gotham Comics, there was a bunch of GI Joes that were listed online, and and they sold for gangbusters, way way more than what was uh, originally estimated. So yeah. uh, good stuff there all around, you know. Uh, Big Kev. Yes, sir. Why, why don't you take us to break, sir? And with that, Mr. Mayhem and Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break on this episode. Ooh, I just, my voice just crapped out. On this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 598. Uh, I put jibber jabber. Uh, jibber jabber. After these messages, we'll be right back. Monty, where are you getting your comics? From Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. Do you know a store doing curbside during this pandemic? Yeah, man. Gotham Comics at GothamComicsNJ.com. But, Lo, what if I don't live nearby? Do you know a store that'll ship my books? Yes, Young Sandwich, at Gotham Comics, which is GothamComicsNJ.com. What about toys, back issues, trades, statues, D&D merch? Yes, yes, and yes. Gotham Comics, whose eBay store is GothamComicsNJ. But, Monty, what if I have questions? Will they answer me on Facebook? Yes, again, just search for Gotham Comics. All right, I get it. You can get basically everything you need at GothamComicsNJ.com or its eBay store, Gotham Comics NJ. But what's your favorite comic book location? Oh, dude, the Savage Land, for sure. Wait, really? Not Gotham City? Why? Bro, dinosaurs. Go to GothamComicsNJ.com for the latest books, vintage items on its eBay store, which is Gotham Comics NJ, or hit them up on Facebook for random collectibles at Gotham Comics. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Deeper than my grade, am ready to die and nobody can save me. Hey, this is Mez, founder of Mezco Toys, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Live from Studio M, Big Kev Huna Studios, and the Sandwich Shop, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your 3 and 3 quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a lighted bar 2D2. You can even add your own boop, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open to attack position, the laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their premium offer. <laughs> you get 118 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personal transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including grab members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription, 
Each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. Not recently, but, you know, in the past. And I don't need to tell you that the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together, because that's the best part about it. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Hot damn. Well done. Uh, uh, well done, indeed. Uh, guys, so, as you know, there's there's just no conventions going on. Uh, the horror convention I usually go to just got canceled for a second time. Uh, a major. Which one is that? That was the New Jersey Horror Con in Atlantic City. Oh, that right. got canceled. Uh, too many games just got canceled for the second. I believe it was the second time. Uh, was over Chiller canceled in Philly? Uh, well, I never got tickets for Chiller, so I never checked. But I'm, I'm, I'm oh, oh. I would assume it. I would imagine that place. But that would be uh, a terrible place to have during this uh, uh, pandemic. Um, and right now, uh, I'm hearing, I'm hearing rumors right now. I, I can't say from whom, but, um, um, when it doesn't look good for New York Comic Con. Yeah, I, I hear, I, the rumor I heard is we're going to hear in the next week before I, the end of the month, they're going to, uh, we're, we're going to hear something. Yes. Uh, and, and I, I, and we can talk a little bit about that off mic and everything, but, uh, yeah, not happening. But uh, as a, I don't know if it's fair to call it a last ditch effort to salvage 2020, um, but in a last ditch effort to try to save 2020, uh, <laughs> a lot of places are doing their own digital convention in order to showcase new products, showcase what they have in stock, and build some excitement around the brands, the figures, and the, pro the kind of products that we love. And there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of it is very, I'm, I'm going to use the Sideshow one for uh, an, an example, where as soon as I got the press release for that, God damn, was that thing hard to understand because it was just all over the map in terms of trying to explain what was happening, how they're going about yeah. it, instead of just making it cut and dry and simple for for the average person. So, so but, but, but let me just say that they rushed to get this together so fast. I'm not expecting anything to be perfect. That's like the right. only criticism I, I I have off the gate because I can only imagine, first of all, how they're hurting. Not only are they hurting financially, but they had to just put a, a, a second variation of a convention together while working from home and doing everything on Zoom meetings or Skype or whatever the case may be. So I can, I can only imagine how difficult it was. So just to get that out of the way. But there is a lot of, a lot of nice product that is out there. Sideshow, right what Sideshow did was great, and they have the space, I suppose, and the ability to do it, so they did it, which was, I think they took some of their warehouse space, and they basically just set up their booth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you can go to YouTube and Google Sideshow, and you can actually, they'll just give you a virtual tour of what would have been their booth yeah. um, for, for San Diego. And that was cool. Um, I thought it was really great. I saw the only part of it I've seen so far, and I, I, as I understand it, there's like two or three or four videos a day or something like that that they've been doing. Mm -hmm. um, 
focusing with more detail on individual products. The only one I saw was sort of the preview before it opened, like the preview night preview thing, um, which was good. It showed a lot of good product, a lot of great stuff, a lot of stuff, though, that wasn't really a big reveal or a surprise because most of it had kind of sort of already been leaked as to being, you know, as to happening. Um, so on the one hand, it was kind of great. On the other hand, it was kind of like, well, that, you know, that sort of solidifies that. So on the mm -hmm. one hand, really good on the other hand, but I, I give it to Sideshow because the ingenuity of just setting up their own booth and kind of virtualizing it, I thought was really great. Um, on the product side of things, um, today, and as far as I know, it's still available. I didn't look yet. Mezco, you really got to go over to Mezco.com and check out their con in a box. <laughs> um, and particularly, I think what you need to pay attention to is the art on the outside of the box. It looks, it's basically like their box, the art on the outside of their box. It just looks like their booth, right? So you have like, the side that opens, you have like, um, there's there's a little, like, if you've ever seen Mezco's booth, it looks like this sort of small fortress, if you will. Um, and there's one window, and that's where you buy exclusives. But what's really funny is they have, like, it, it's all artwork. They have, they have like, people in, like, cosplay, you know? Like, basically, the sides of the box are the line. Yeah. And you see, like, people in, just people waiting in line. You know, I thought it was really cute. It's a really cute, really fun, I think, sort of packaging. And inside it's got like, you know, it's got like the lanyard or the 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 booth pass. Um, mm -hmm. I think a t-shirt. It's got um a 112 in it, uh a some kind of gold-ish version version of Gomez, yep, uh, who who is their mascot. There's, I think, another sort of three and three quarter, like five POA, maybe Gomez as well. A little Gomez Mezit as well, I think, is in there. And a variety of other things. I thought it was really cute. It looks great. It's like, I don't know, I want to say it's like 170 bucks. And there's way more stuff in there that I'm describing. These are just the things that made the mark. Yes. Uh, yeah, it is $170. Uh, it limits two per person. And yeah. just another nice little bonus, because considering the price of Mezco toys, it's kind of nice. It also includes a coupon for $20.20. Well, there you go. So, I mean, right there, if you take the value of the 112 which is probably $85, you throw that in there, you're already over 100 You throw the coupon in there, I mean, you're already over 100 You're at 100 and change already, and that doesn't count the little Mezco and all the other stuff. 170 I think, is a good price. I think the package overall is really – are you looking at the pictures of the package? Because yeah. it's really funny. Yeah. Um, and and I think basically overall, I think Mezco has done a really, really great job here. Um, uh, so there's that. Uh, other, other companies, I can't really tell if they're releasing exclusives. Like, did Hasbro release an exclusive? Like, because I can't really tell. I... And the problem – the problem with Hasbro is that they've released things in the last few days. They released a number of things. They released a, I want to say, a surprise sort of assortment of their Black Series, which is their six-inch figures, which I was pleased with. One, it's, it's an updated Ahsoka Tano, 
um, from the last uh, season of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a 501st trooper, but her sort of division of it. So they have sort of the red markings on the helmet that denote they were under her command. That was a thing they did in that last season as well. There was a regular Mandalorian, like a Death Watch Mandalorian, um, who is kind of a regular Mandalorian trooper um, in those episodes. And then there was a Maul Mandalorian, because there are some Mandalorians who are under Maul in, in that series, that last season as well. Really great deco. They really look great. They're also really sold out everywhere, apparently. <laughs> like, in the snap of a finger, they're all gone, apparently. Hmm. Um, I think that's true for... Uh, that may be true for... Oh, or are those a Walmart exclusives? I can't remember. They might be Walmart exclusives. Um, I think they went on sale, either Walmart or, Tar- or, or uh, Hasbro Pulse, which is their, um, you know, their online store, the Hasbro, uh, where you order ha- from Hasbro directly. Mm-hmm. I think they're sold out in both places, but I may be wrong about that. Um, and then Hasbro announced a an ARC Trooper 3-pack, which apparently is also sold out everywhere. Um, and, and some other things as well, the X-Men figures. I think we talked, we talked about those last week. Yep. Um, we, um, some, they released more now. They released some dead, more Deadpool movie figures. Yes. Um, including Domino and a really excellent looking cable. I mean, cable looks phenomenal. I just think they just knocked that one out of the park. Um, so, but the problem is, it seems like these things, the moment they go up for sale on Pulse, uh, some of these things, the Star Wars ones in particular, the moment they go up to, for sale on Pulse, they're gone. And they don't come back. And if you're not able to get them from somewhere else, then you're looking in the second market for them. But meanwhile, we can't get any of the product. That, there's barely no product in the store because of bad distribution issues bad assortment issues, all the things that the collector's press has been talking about for better than a decade is still plaguing Hasbro today. So now there are people who are gobbling up the things online, and we don't know that we're going to see some of these items in stores. And if they are in stores, they're going to get gobbled up too. And the problem is, they have decided, well, here's this is X amount that we're going to sell on Hasbro Pulse. It's X amount. It's 1,000 pieces or 10,000 pieces, and then it's done. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they should do that. I think if they want to put up an ordering window, that's one thing. Well, you know, you'll, be able to buy, you'll be able to buy this product from Hasbro Pulse for 45 days, just like the HasLab. You'll be able to buy, there's, there's a space. You can order it within that space. We will fill those orders rather than saying, well, here's a, th- we're going to do a thousand of these. We're not going to tell anyone the number, but we're going to put a thousand up there. And of course they sell out in three minutes. So, and it's done. Not to mention the fact, and this is going away from Hasbro now in sort of the more broad sort of online sphere, which is. A lot of these people's websites, these businesses' websites, cannot handle nope. the traffic uh, and the purchasing traffic of some of these items. Absolutely, you true. know, where you have a 
basket full of stuff and you're trying you know to put your credit card number in and you're trying to load the next page and by the time you get there it's gone because a lot of them don't use a checkout a a, a basket system that when you put an item in the basket that item is removed from uh, uh, from being available and sits in your basket for X amount of time. Let's say it's a half an hour. This is in your basket for half an hour. Does it really need to sell out in three minutes in order for it to be a success? No. So the point is, if you have a limited number, put the extra work in to put a timer on the basket, which means if I live in Hawaii out in the middle of the jungle and my internet service isn't great, and I'm trying to get to the next page, and when I get there, it says my cart's empty, you know, that's screwed up. I'm just saying. And that's a lot of people are experiencing that. There's a lot of, lot of talk about that with all the virtual cons going on. I, I can imagine. I mean, listen, there are uh, two professional sites I know off the top of my head, which isn't even doing a convention right now, um, is... Uh, it's in my wheelhouse a little bit more, even though they do do a few things kind of here. Uh, Top baseball cards, they're a hot mess right now because they're not used to the volume and their website sucked before all this stuff happened. And <laughs> also the new distribution company who's handling all the DC orders now, absolute clusterfuck right now. They are so, the people who are running that business are are... They're not used to this. They're not used to this volume for sure. To the point where you know how. Uh, so the like Gotham Comics, there was the uh, the form to be able that uh, had to be filled out in order to uh, you know be you know to accept shipments of DC products and everything. And then you had to upload the form. The upload button. The word upload was misspelled. Just to give you an idea about how how thrown together <laughs> nice. how thrown together that website must have been in order to make it work. So nice, yeah, that's the problem. That... Now, <laughs> my I, I, now and just to say, like with, I, I I'm still a little bit worried for these um these outlets, the 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 Mesco, the NECA's, the Sideshow, all that, because listen, a lot of people I know, at least like myself, you know, you still want to just kind of even though it's a prototype. Or 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 artist rendering or whatever the case may be, um, artist proof. You, you want to see the item. You want to kind of get you know. You can read the dimensions. You can look at the colors online or right. whatever. But you want to just kind of get like a real good sense of what it looks like in person. There's there's very few products. I mean, listen, like we talked about hot, hot toys, how great those products are time after time. Um, sideshow itself but again sometimes you just want to actually see what it looks like in your you know in person so you can then imagine how it looks on your shelf yes against everything else so that's the only thing i would be nervous for and, and again let's not even forget the retailers retailers would like to see these products so they can sense get a sense if they want to put these in their uh virtual store or in their brick and mortar stores so it's it's this isn't the answer but it's the best situation of a, a, a shitty time that we're dealing with right now. So, True. you know, and, and then let's not forget there's the shipment issues because shipping is just a hot mess right now. The people, you know, people are still working in skeleton crews and everything to try to get stuff out with delays after delays. And uh, let's, uh, for someone who's had to ship products before, uh, people are impatient assholes, which just creates <laughs> more of a delay. If you just, yeah. if you just calm the fuck down. 
So, so there is that. Um, but you know, one, one good thing about everything just kind of being laid out at least, um, I, it's hard understanding how like some of these panels are working, how some of these uh, reveals are working. But like, I know we keep going to the well on this, but like on Sideshow, they're doing a good job in terms of just showing what the products are to compare it uh, to for for people to kind of get an idea of what they may be interested in. Um, I mean, there, and there's toys like there was stuff that came out from. Um, it was McFarlane and it's another company. I forgot which one, which my, like my nephew, he saw how I was kind of scrolling, looking at everything. And my, and my four-year-old nephew wants, wants me to get him a handful of uh, dinosaur toys and some superhero toys, which is, which is awesome. So I'm not going to argue there. Um, so there's something here. It'd be interesting. Honestly, as much as I love with the way they're trying to make everything work, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we're also doing this next year. As a safety precaution, I mean, there still may be a convention. Maybe there's a convention in an actual location while it's also happening online. So it's a little bit more of a twofer. Um, but the the one diamond in the rough I'm trying to look at this is, I mean, guys, th think about how much money we would, uh, the average person, forget having a booth, pretend you're a customer, going to New York Comic Con. How much money it costs to get into Manhattan, parking or train, getting just getting into the building. Uh, all that stuff. Not even going to talk about food or drinks well, or that, anything well, like that. Well, that yeah. costs your soul. That it does. It absolutely does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you you do pay a good chunk of money just to get into the damn door. Yep. Um. So the good thing is that I'm just going to pull a number because it depends how many days you're at the show. You know, you can easily spend a hunt. You know, sixty to hundred fifty bucks just to get into the door depending on how long your pass is, but at least that's more money that you can actually put towards a product. I mean, right. on the high end there, you're, you're about what? Two thirds of a way to a, 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 the average hot toy. So at least you have that going for you. True. Um, the, the only thing I'm a little bit more concerned about is for like, uh, think about like our, our booth that we had at Comic-Con. How many great artists did we have in just eye shot of us? It's yeah. kind of those more yeah, of those no. independent folks then I'm a little bit more worried about um, yeah, than, yep. than, look, Marvel's going to be fine. DC's going to be fine. Uh, you know, Mesco NECA, you know, I feel bad, a little bad for those guys. But it's the average Joes who are working the booth with, like, their significant other or a relative or something like that just to kind of help them get by. That, those are the folks I really, really feel bad for uh, in the grand scheme of things. But uh, listen, who knows what conventions are going to look like? We want to uh, say hello to our old friend, friend of the show, Healy Made. Hey, is enjoying oh, Healy. A, is enjoying a free preview of uh, our Patreon feed. Uh, and for those of you who are also uh, joining it, like Andrew Barons eighty five, uh, <laughs> the free preview will end in two weeks. So mm -hmm. enjoy it while you have it. Yeah. Uh, it, check out Mr. Healy made over on Instagram. He's making some toys that you are going to want to have. Trust me. I have several in my, uh, my personal collection and, uh, you will want some too. So go check out Healy made H E A L E Y M A D E. Check him out over on Instagram. I think there's links there to get to buy his stuff and see his other stuff. And he's amazing. So check him out. You know, another one that we actually want to probably pimp out just really quickly is George Vega with, with his oh, Kickstarter yes. right now. Let me just yeah. see. I'm waiting for the page to load. Uh, actually, you know what? 
the guy hit his goal with seven days to go. So good on George. But you can show back Congratulations his, his, to George. Doesn't mean you can't continue to be a part of it, though. This is true. So this is true. He's got seven days more to go there. on Pop 80s Volume 2. Um, and if you go with the extra special, uh, I forgot what level pledge it is, but uh, the bookmarks that George has made, I, I had him just do it as a as a regular order uh, some months back, well before all this stuff happened. And uh, he did a little uh, Jay and Silent Bob bookmark for me, which which was freaking awesome. So um, check out the uh, Mr. Vega and that uh, bookmark. Mr. Vega has done a version of our new logo as well. I saw it. It looks great. Ooh. Did he tweet it out? No, he sent it to me. Well, he asked questions oh, about uh, eye color. So, uh, oh, I see. So, there's ah. no way I was going to answer that question and then not ask him to for me to take a look at it. So, uh, my, it. my favorite by far is, is sandwich. Oh, no, in, in that one. <laughs> oh, absolutely, it has to be sandwich. How oh, can okay. I mean, and you know why it's sandwich? Oh, I do know why. Yeah, you absolutely, yeah. God, I don't say that. No, no, sandwich, don't worry, we're premiering a whole bunch of new logos, uh, by different artists. On episode 600, you'll be able to see how different artists interpret you uh, in just two weeks. Yeah. I, I think I want to... I don't, I don't want to spoil myself, so I think I want to wait till the big reveal just to, to really take it in. That's okay. That's good. That's okay. Yeah. You know what would be really nice too, Big Kev? If uh, people talk about their experience with Big Kev's Geek Stuff slash Geek Stuff TNG... Uh, over the years, just kind of be a little nostalgic, yeah. so we can just kind of play those voicemails during episode six hundred. That'd be kind of nice. Yeah, I'd if you'd like that. to share, if you'd like to share a memory or a thought about Big Kev's Geek Stuff or Geek Stuff TNG, you can always give us a call at the GVM line two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and uh, you will hear yourself. Now, if you are sharing uh, one of your favorite moments or that sort of thing. You'll hear yourself likely during episode 600. Um, and if you have questions or comments, we'll address those uh, as, as we can. So definitely go over there and leave us a voicemail. And like I said, don't be thrown off by the fact that uh, the outgoing message is not uh, complete yet, but we will have one. We'll, do, we'll do that. Uh, can, can I just say yeah. real quick that less, I less almost blinked. Sandwich. I. This is just real quick. Final I'm blanked out on the number for a half second, but then my programming kicked in, and then I just spouted off the number. I'm like, wait, what's the number? Say the number two. And then it just, it just I, I still, it came out of my mouth. I still know I'll, the I'll last tell you something. One. I'll tell you something funnier. Uh, I had to have somebody tell it to me uh, on the phone uh, because I didn't know what – I could not remember what it was <laughs> when, I, when I sent that text. Well, you you probably have over. like – you know, the, the number stuck in your head and they're like fighting in your head for what the actual GVM number is. You know what? I'm I'm wondering if I have the original GVM number in my head. I do. I absolutely do. And I don't want to say it so we don't get confused. No, no, no. I don't want to confuse people, but like <laughs> I might have that one, but I don't think I definitely don't have the new one. Yeah, it's 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 clear as day I can remember, but I can't remember the one that uh Sandwich mentions every every week. But uh yeah, so Let's wrap things up, boys. You can check us out each and every week at our social media sites, Geek Stuff TNG, at the Instagrams, the Facebook, and the Twitters. Soon, Geek Stuff TNG's website, geekstufftng.com, will be looking all nice and pretty, nice paint. Tweaks. New, new little tweaks here and there. It's going to look real, real yep. nice. 
And then um, Big Kev's Geek Stuff website will go away. <laughs> uh, you can check me out on social media, Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Um, on the Twitters, the Facebook, the Snapchat, the Instagram, and the YouTubes. Big Kev. You can uh, find me on the Xbox One network immediately after this show with Sandwich. I'm going to go eat, but yes. Playing GTA and Red Dead, if that's still a thing that people play. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Under Big Kev GS. And you can also find uh, me elsewhere as BK Geek Stuff. Hot damn sandwich for now you can find me on the xbox and instagram at fat dumbledore f-a-t-d-o-m-b-l-e-d-o-r-e beautiful little lolly beautiful and with that big kev with that mr mayhem and mr sandwich we will bring this episode of geek stuff tng to a close episode 598 the one we called jibber jabber uh, by uh, and we will end that show the way we end some shows by saying good night OG wherever you are and on that note we cue the music. Music